You're listening to Brave Girls Club. I'm Lindsay. I am Kelly. And I'm Krista. And, and this, this is, is, a, is a podcast. podcast. <laughs> and, sorry. <laughs> we are recording remotely this mm. time. Via Skype? Yes. It's, it's the a... fucking future, y'all. I am far away. <laughs> and I have... Krista and Kelly on my big ass TV right now, and we're hanging via Skype. And Lindsay doesn't have a webcam, so we're just talking to the computer. <laughs> this is like that movie, Her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna fall in love. Do I? Have I'm gonna write a, a greeting card. Sensual. What, who does the Her voice? What's Scarlett her Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Don't sound anything like her. Ha, That's okay. Her, her. Close enough. So, right. well, <laughs> it's been a while again. Yeah. I know. We, we keep doing this. But now that we're figuring this out, hopefully we'll, we won't have to miss as much. True. We can just do this. Because yes. this is cool. I like this. It's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's going to take some getting used to. But it's Yeah, neat. definitely. And we don't have Luciano here criticizing our microphone etiquette. <laughs> Uh-huh. Making jokes about how we move around too much. My lips are on the mic right now. <laughs> I'm holding it with my feet. <laughs> All the cables are rubbing against our legs and... Yeah, they just twist around. I'm holding my phone and the mic at the same time. <laughs> just kidding, I'm not. You have um, a new, like a nice new mic though, Lindsay. Yeah, I don't have to so. hold my mic. Haha, <laughs> 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 losers. <laughs> That's mean. We're doing the best we can. LA has made you mean, Lindsay. Oh, yeah. Well. What else do you want to make fun of us about? Your dumb cold people clothes. (laughs) It's freezing here. (laughs) My car doesn't have a heater. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, any news we all want to talk about? I just saw two movies, one that I liked very much and another one that I didn't like very much. Which was, I I the first one that I saw that I liked very much was um. Oh, what was it called? I don't know. The one I just tweeted I tweeted about it the other night. What is it? I'm looking at my not Twitter the right. one that you did a poll for. No, is it the one that starts <laughs> no. with an A and it's like yes. Angelito? Not what that, but what a word. It? It's like That's... I keep wanting to say. Annihilation. Annihilation. I truly have no idea what anyone is talking about. I knew it started with an A and it had a lot of Wait, syllables. Who's in that one? Natalie Portman. And oh, is that the one where she plays an Asian person? Oh no. N- no. Oh, never mind. What? Oh, what are? N- oh no. What, what are you talking about? I did not read the article, but I saw <laughs> a uh, like a headline that was comparing it to when. Uh, Emma Stone played an Asian person, and they were like, "Not this again!" Ooh, yikes! And it had Natalie Portman. Jeez. Oh well, All it right. is based off a book, so probably. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that though, but um, sorry. Before I knew that, I liked it a lot. Um, no, it really was good though. It was like super, like just like really cool female leads, and it was is it sci-fi? action-packed sci-fi? Okay. 
super cool. Scary as shit. Really? Like, scary. Yes. Nice. I want to see a scary movie. Me too. You guys should go see it. If it's playing, you guys should go see it and tell me what you think. Because I was literally, like, in my seat. Like, my stomach hurt after I saw that movie. Because I was, like, tense the entire time. It was so scary. And I saw some good trailers, too, for scary movies coming out that look really good. Like, some good-ass horror movies are coming out soon. Oh, wait, yes. Uh, I'm excited for The Quiet Place. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that one. one looks and really then, good. Um, this other one that I can't remember the name of because I'm a horrible person. Um, I forget the name of it. It has the lady from uh, United States of Tara in it, the mom from that. And um, it's a scary movie, and it looks really scary. Google I it. Know I don't what know what movie you're talking about. It's the one with the the dollhouse. Yes, 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 yes. yes. It's an. I think it's an A24. Yes, movie. it is. Yeah. Is it the one yeah. that's supposed to be super duper scary? Yes. It like the one that I sent you guys an article about. Terrible. Or was that different? Uh, I don't remember. Um, I Let me look up the name really quick because... Maybe it was that one, Kelly. I don't know. I don't remember anything, honestly. I don't remember anything either. I'm sorry. What's um, that lady's name from United States of Terra? I don't know anything. <laughs> I forget her name. <laughs> um, uh, Blondie McMiddle-Age? Tony Collette. Oh. <laughs> Blondie McMiddle-Age. That could be anybody. <laughs> That's true. Um... Hereditary. Yeah, her, I, I was going to say Generations yes. or something Almost. like that. Star Almost. Trek was that Generations. The, was that the one that you, that you sent us the article yeah. about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I saw the trailer. Did the, was the, did the article have the trailer in it? No. Okay. It was like right after Sundance or whatever. And all the okay. critics were like, I pooped my pants. It That's looks tight. terrifying. Like, so scary. You guys got to go watch the trailer after this because... It looks spooky. And also, um, then today I saw, I have a movie pass, so I go to movies all the time now. (laughs) And then today they were doing one showing of Call Me By Your Name. And that was like the one Oscar, one of the Oscar movies that I was like excited to see. And I saw it and I thought it was boring as hell. Oh, I've actually heard that from a lot of people. Yeah. I think Um, my sister Erin tweeted about how it was disappointing in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like the representation of gay people or something like that. Yeah, it. it I don't wonky. know what because I'm bad at like explaining my feelings when it comes to stuff like this. But it was like if something felt like wrong. I think that's what she said. Like something rubbed her the wrong way. Yeah, it's probably that, because like, he was literally he looked like 35 years old. And the kid was supposed to be 17. Oh, besides that, like besides, (laughs) I knew going into that, that I was like, okay, this is going to be like one of those things. But then like everything else, like that didn't, I mean, that bothered me, but not as much as like the rest of it did. (laughs) Like it was just, it felt wrong. Like I just, I don't know something about it. I just like really did not like it all. Yeah. Sounds like you just didn't like the movie. Yeah, and it was boring. The sex stuff was cool, I guess. <laughs> it always is. Yeah, oh, yeah, always is. But, like, also, I don't know if, like, Monday nights are, like, senior movie nights, but, like, <laughs> the theater was, like, full of old people. And that part when he, like, has intercourse with the peach, I was like, this room is full of old people. 
which is opposite. Oh my gosh. Okay. I meant to tell you guys this. this. I forgot to tell you this. Okay. So when I saw Annihilation yesterday, um, this movie is like rated R, like totally like crazy gory and like horrific, like awful. And there were like little boys in the movie theater. Jeez. And I was like, who is taking and like anytime I like saw something like really gruesome and like gross or like a sex scene or something like that, I was like, there are children in here. Why would you take your child to see this? They're gonna have like <laughs> fucking nightmares. You can put like, your hands over their eyes. Like it was scaring me so bad. I was like, I can't and then Kyle said Kyle said that at one point like he saw the one of the moms like take one of the little boys out and I was like, um, hello, you're dumb. Like, Yikes. duh. Like, you can't oh. just, like, go take your kid to see, like, a rated R movie and not expect it to be bad. Excuse me. <laughs> I wonder, though, like, I haven't seen the trailer for this, so I wonder if the trailer makes it seem like it's going to be, like, different. Maybe. It maybe was... the kids thought that it was Phantom Menace. <laughs> could Well, could I be. was thinking that maybe, like, Black Panther or something was sold out. Oh, probably. And they were just like, let's go see this one. And it's like, oh, sci-fi, like the boys will like this sci-fi movie. But it was like so awesomely gory in like a legit scary way, though. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, um, I call dibs on doing this, like covering those kids stories when they uh, and when they eventually become serial killers. (laughs) She got dibs, folks. She got dibs. She called it. So, so anyways, it's our 20th <laughs> oh, episode. Yeah. Oh, our yeah. 20th episode. It's our 20th episode. Look at us go. Look at us go. Technically, it's our 39th episode. That sounds more impressive. It does. Because we go back and forth between regular and campfire tales. Yeah. This is our 20th full length yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. So going along with the theme of doing... Like a topic every fifth episode. Every fifth episode. Who wants to tell them? We're doing curses. Curses. <laughs> I can't it's remember why awesome. we chose this. Which also, by the way, real mm. quick, by before I forget, our one year anniversary is like very soon. Yeah, it's next like month. next month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's in like March eighth or something like that. Yeah. March seventh. I like wrote it in, in my seventh. It's aw, it's like in a couple of weeks. <laughs> cool. So that's exciting. We should do something. We, I'm sure we will. There's a party that weekend. A, a party? party weekend. It's not my party, but whose party? We could take it over. It's a uh, gay Danny's birthday. Oh, okay. Oh. Danny number okay. four. Maybe we I don't can think go I've out. met Danny. It's like every time you're there, he's not there, and then every time you're not there, he's there. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. One of those. You guys just like replace each other. Yeah. I Because you're so similar. <laughs> you're I'm him. Danny. Oh, my God. Take my hat off. I'm Danny. <laughs> Whoa. You got the bleach tips and everything. He has bleach so, tips? He has like a perm oh, with bleach shit. tips. How have I not met this guy? He's an interesting character. That is right up my alley. What What day was it? The party? Yeah. Is on the 10th, I think. March 10th. Okay, I try. Here's the address. It's 157. <laughs> no. I try, I try. <laughs> Anyways, so um 
So what else um, are we? Oh, are we just getting into it or? Yeah, I mean, we have all the options in the world. We could get into it and then like sidebar. Well, what have you guys been up to? <laughs> Work. <laughs> yeah, I like have three jobs now and I go to school. So that's partly why you're talking to me recorded. like I don't know you. What? <laughs> you're talking yeah. to me like I like don't know. <laughs> I'm talking to our listeners. Oh, yeah. okay. It's to everyone, Lindsay. Sorry. Partly why we haven't recorded in a while. Mm-hmm. Just because my things got crazy for a second, too. but it's all good. Guys, we're all fine. <laughs> my we're birthday, all still alive. Guys, guys, my my birthday's next month too. I'm I just know. Saying. Just saying. Are we having a party? I don't know what I want to do yet. You should have a little party at your apartment. We can come out. Can we come paint? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I want that's what I want to do maybe is um <clears throat> like have you guys come down and just like my mom and <laughs> like paint. <laughs> that sounds day. fun. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. That would be fun. That's like my dream. <laughs> I want to make an ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> we we have like dishes that are shaped like ashtrays, which I think is funny. And people are always like, is this an ashtray? And I'm like, no, it's a dish. It's whatever you want. Like, stop asking me questions, Janet. Whatever you want. Just paint your damn dish. Maybe they don't want to call it an ashtray, but it's an ashtray. LOL. Yeah. Yeah. It's an ashtray. (laughs) Anyway. Janet said, I knew it. So should we just get into it? Yeah. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to say this time. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I had a weird day. My brain is dead. And were were you like, just stressed about this? I I don't know. I just had like a bad anxiety day. Everything was bothering me. I'm sorry. No, it's no big deal. Everybody well, we're has here those days. And, it, and things are working, so I'm feeling pretty yeah. good about it. Feels good. We'll see. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, but it seems like we're going to be able to put this episode out. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so <laughs> who wants to go first? Um, mm-hmm. mine's probably the boringest one, so I'll go first. Okay. What is, what is your, no, yours is probably the most interesting. I was looking forward to yours the most. Yeah, because okay. I don't know anything about this. All right. So is it okay if I go first? Is that, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So my curse theme, we all chose different curses to cover and I chose the curse of the lottery. So Ooh. I didn't, um, like write anything out. I just found like this super interesting article with a bunch of various stories about it. Mm-hmm. And it's on the balance.com. And it's called Lottery Curse Victims, Seven People Who Won Big and Lost Bigger. Oh, snap. So I'm just going to go through their stories really quick. Is the first entry uh, Hurley from Lost? I don't. I've never seen that show. <laughs> Me so neither. I but it. I know. I know that he won the lottery and then he ended up on the island. Dang, oh, that's a curse fudge. right there. Um, maybe he's on here. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Are these all fictional curses? It's, it's all from TV shows and or <laughs> movies. So the first one uh, was a man named Jack Whitaker, and he won the largest jackpot ever awarded to a single Powerball ticket up to that point, which was Christmas morning in 2002. Ooh. He 
um, won like 90 something million dollars. That's too much. Um, he chose to take the lump sum instead of like 90 million dollars. Yes. That is a lot of fucking money. That's at least $80 million. That is at least least $1 million. At the very least. (laughs) That could buy so much yogurt land. I was was thinking Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Ooh, that too. Both with a Y. Look at you guys go. (laughs) So um, he originally, like, the the total sum that he won was uh, $314.9 million dollars. But after taxes, it came out to about ninety million, which is still oh like my not bad. <laughs> um, what so would you guys do with the money? He ended up like setting up um, a charity. He donated money to build churches in his state of West Virginia, and he gave the woman who sold him the winning ticket a new house, a new car, and some cash. Aww, aww. Um, but because he, it was so public, um. He had a bunch of like people asking him for money and for favors and stuff like that. And he had this habit of leaving large amounts of just cash in his car. And so he was robbed a lot. Um, And he was robbed of about half a million dollars. And then his company was hit with millions of dollars worth of frivolous lawsuits from people who wanted to get to his money. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the stress was piling up and he started drinking and getting into fights. And um, he had a granddaughter named Brandy who he gave uh, an allowance to with his money. And um, that attracted kind of a bad crowd. Hmm. And so his granddaughter's boyfriend died of an overdose. Oh, God. In his house. And then a year later, his granddaughter was found dead under suspicious circumstances. Oh, God. And the case was never solved. Wow. What's that story? I have no idea, but we'll have to look it up because I didn't research too much about like specifics. Um, But then his brandy, his granddaughter, her mother was found dead. Seven years after he won. And then his wife filed for divorce. <laughs> and so he basically just lost everybody that he ever cared about. Wow. And even though he has all this money, like nothing matters because he doesn't have anyone. That's so, so sad. I wonder if he was like a bad dude because it sounds like he's a nice guy. Yeah. But I think, I think just because it was so publicized, mm. people tried to cash in on that. Yeah. That's a bummer. So um, then another man named Curtis Sharp Jr. won $5 million in 1982. And he was a dishwasher before he won. And um, after that, he became known as the $5 million man. He was a walking advertisement for the lottery with his larger-than-life personality. And he loved to flash his money around. He, like, partied all the time, like, was always with different women. He bought a bunch of new houses, cars, and I guess he, like, always wore a bowler hat. <laughs> I don't know. That's, baller, like, they bowler. needed to mention that. Um, he actually started spending more money than he won. <laughs> and so he was, like, um, his, his wife left him, and then he married this girl who he was, like, cheating on his wife with anyways. And then they Ew. had this, like, big expensive wedding. And then that wife 
divorced him too. And then he started drinking and then um, he had to like borrow money from his first wife because his money ran out and he ended up like drinking so much that he'd often pass out in front of his like ex his like second ex-wife's house all the time and like oh guy um, (laughs) he ended up getting in a drunk driving accident but he survived and after that he like cleaned up his act and became a minister but he still buys lottery tickets. Maybe he's a minister at one of that other guy's churches. Oh, the West Virginia guy? Yeah. Maybe they're <laughs> friends now. left him. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Maybe they're friends. Money makes only people hope. crazy. And then the next person is a guy named William Post III. And he spent his last $3 in his bank account on a lottery ticket. And he won... million in Pennsylvania. Um, But he was like kind of a drifter anyway. So like, um, (laughs) like obviously why would you spend your last $3 on a lottery ticket? He was like a kind of a gambling kind of dude. Well, Um, maybe he saw Charlie on the chocolate factory and he's like, he was inspired to get that golden ticket. You know what I mean? And I'm going to bring my grandpa Instead of my hardworking mother. <laughs> he did a flip. <laughs> he did do a flip. You're right. It cured him. That <laughs> loafer. He was faking it, right? He was faking it. <laughs> I know Butthole. it. Have you seen that Facebook page? It's like, I hate Grandpa Joe. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like an actual Facebook page. And they like detail all the reasons why Grandpa Joe sucks. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So William Post. Um. He was like, uh, started spending his money crazy wildly all the time. He he chose to get the yearly installments, so he got a little over four hundred thousand um, dollars. But in the first two weeks after he received, or no, he spent four hundred thousand dollars the first two weeks after he received it. Oh god! And in one year, he was five hundred thousand dollars in debt. His girlfriend sued him, claiming they had agreed to share the money if he won. And when she won her court claim, he couldn't pay it, so his lottery payments were frozen. Oh. And he had to declare bankruptcy, and he only managed to hold on to about $2.6 million, which he immediately spent. So wait, his Aww. lottery payments were frozen because he didn't have enough money? Yeah, I guess. Like, he couldn't pay for the... Uh, what is it called when you have to pay someone in court? It's called like damage, damages. Damages. He couldn't pay. He couldn't afford it. So they froze his account, which was probably just going to her. I don't know how the um, court works, but I'm assuming that's how it works. Um, he was arrested for assault after firing a shotgun at a man who was pestering him for money. Okay. And his brother hired a hitman to kill him and his wife so that he would inherit the money. Oh, my God. He was on wife number six at that point, by the way. Um, 13 years later, he died alone and penniless living off of welfare payments. Jeez. Wow. This is depressing. (laughs) There's uh, three more. Keep them coming. uh, Yeah, I love it. It's making me feel good about having no money. I know. I'm like, at least I'm not... This broke. I'm, I'm like not getting shot at and stuff. <laughs> or shooting at people. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it worked. Or hiring a hitman. Oh, geez. 
So um, Don't say it this out loud. guy's name is Willie Seely. He uh, participated in a lottery pool with 15 of his coworkers, and they won a big jackpot in August of 2013. But um, I guess it was a lottery pool known as Ocean 16. And it was one of three tickets to win a $450 million Powerball jackpot. So um, the jackpot had to be split three ways because three winning tickets were sold. And then he had to split that third with 16 other people for each member of the lottery pool. Mm -hmm. So it was just under $4 million that he received. Not bad. He had enough for... Um, to buy new cars and help his family and quit his job. But um, people, it, it was, he was so public, like they announced his name and everything. And all of these like distant relatives and strangers like came like to his door, basically mm-hmm. showing mm-hmm. up, asking for money. And there was always um, like news people outside of his house and strangers and just like a crowd outside of his house. So he like never gets any peace. So I guess like his isn't as bad as the other people, but still like not having like a moment to yourself, that kind of sucks. So that's, that was his. Can he afford like a big mean dog? Um, (laughs) He only had a little under 4 million. So no. Oh, no. He could only afford a couple of cars and to pay off his house and to quit his job. How much does a mean dog cost? Spindle was free. Um, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I'm guessing m- more, more than, than four million yeah, dollars. More than four million. Spindle's I would pay more worth than $4 more than that. Dog. So the this is this one is the story that originally got me interested in the whole idea of the curse of the lottery. Mm-hmm. Is this the last one? No, there's one okay. more after this one. But um, his name is Abraham Shakespeare. That's a cool name. And he won in 2006. He won 40 million dollars. Abra- I'm sorry, Abraham Shakespeare. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, okay. like his life has got to be dramatic. L O L. So he won 40 million in 2006, and he was really, really generous with his money, and he started just like giving it away to anyone who asked. But um. He was a high school dropout and a convict who couldn't even read. And when he won the lottery, he stopped at a convenience store with a coworker, gave the coworker a couple bucks to buy tickets. Um, his coworker said that Shakespeare had sol- stolen the tickets and the jackpot from him, and they took him to court. But Shakespeare won the suit. Um, even though he won, people kept asking him for money, and he's like started to realize, like, all these people are like fake hoes and they are just asking him for money because he has money and they were never really his friends. And then he met this girl named Dee Dee Moore who said she wanted to help him write about his experiences and that she also would help manage his money. But she immediately started spending it on herself and she bought like a Hummer and a Corvette and took possession <laughs> of his home. Oh, God. And um, yeah, so she basically just like snuck her way in and it was kind of like that story that you sent us in the chat where like that oh. guy moved in as like oh a tenant God. and then took over their life. 
That was such a good story. That's what Dee Dee Moore did. More like Dee Dee less, because she's <laughs> less of a good person than I expected her to be. Yeah, but wait, <laughs> it gets worse. Um, she ended up killing him. Oh, and buried shit. his body under concrete slabs at her boyfriend's house. So she was cheating on him too. Like she had a boyfriend. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um. Oh wait, I don't know if they were together, but. I'm assuming they were because like they moved in together. So like, I don't know, weird. Uh. Um, but she like kind of took on his identity and she was sending text messages and like trying to convince his family that he was still alive, basically. Oh, geez. But then she like got caught somehow and then she was sentenced to first degree murder or for, uh, yeah, for first degree murder. And yeah, so she, he's dead. <laughs> um. Holy so far. Holy. Yeah. And then the last one is a guy named Billy Bob Harrell Jr. That's a good name too. And he was trying to become a minister and it wasn't working out very well. He was like in debt and he couldn't afford a lot. So he decided to play um, the lottery in Texas and he ended up winning $31 million. And... Also, like everyone else, he was really generous and he helped his family, his church. He gave um, a bunch of money to the needy that went to his church. Um, but people still kept like asking him for money and like trying to like weasel their way into his life so they can get money out of him. Um, but it was like becoming so stressful for him that... Um, he said, winning the lottery was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Jeez. So on a day when he was scheduled to go to dinner with his ex-wife, Billy Bob Harold Jr. decided he'd had enough. He put a shotgun to his chest, pulled the trigger, and killed himself less than two years after his lottery win. Fudge. Yeah. Holy moly. So I still would like to win the lottery, though. After all, of <laughs> yeah, <this>. same. <laughs> I just probably wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah, or like ask that my name be kept out of the papers. Out your mouth. Yeah, I would. Well, I would want to buy like my loved ones stuff, so like they would like probably have to know that I <laughs> yeah. won the lottery, or else they'd probably think I was like a drug dealer or something. <laughs> Let them think that. Yeah, I'd rather have my family <laughs> think I was a drug dealer because then they'd be like, oh, I don't want to get involved. <laughs> if I won the lottery, I would like fake my own death and move to like Iceland or something, but then leave behind clues for you guys to like find some <laughs> treasure. Oh my God. I've always wanted to go on a that treasure like hunt. Fun. We should go geocaching. I am yes. down for that. Have you ever That'd done that, fun. Kelly? No, I haven't. It's scary in the desert, but it's probably fun anywhere else. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't mind going in the desert. My brother sent me this article recently about a book called The Secret, but it's not the secret that everyone knows. It's like an older book. And it's this guy who like hid these 12 gemstones that like total over like $900,000 or oh, something yeah. like that. It, was it like a children's book? Maybe so. I don't know if it was a children's book, but it was like a real life treasure hunt. And like 30, 40 years later now, only two of them ha have been found. Oh, shit. Because <gasps> they're like these the really ones. intricate puzzles. There was, oh, you said it was older than The Secret? I actually, I don't know how old The Secret is. Because there was a children's book when I was probably in middle school called A Treasure's Trove. And it was like that. There was 
I think there was 12 gems, but they were like jeweled bugs that were worth like millions of dollars. Oh. And there was clues in the stories that you had to figure out where they, it would tell you the locations of the bugs. This was like, there was like a gem for each month and it was like the birthstone of the month. And then there's like mm-hmm. poems that pertain to the month and like, it's just like these really, really intricate puzzles and people have been looking for decades and it's called The Secret, hmm. but we it's not try it. The Secret Secret. I can't even do a fucking Sudoku puzzle. I don't know why I'm thinking <laughs> fucking solve the mystery. You know what I was just thinking? This doesn't really <laughs> pertain to your story, but um, <laughs> if... Um, <laughs> If I get a, when I get a webcam, we should go on Twitch. (laughs) (laughs) And Twitch the podcast. Yeah, that'd that'd be be so cool. That'd be fun, yeah. I think that'd be fun, I don't know. After this, I have, I still have that book, that Treasures Trove book. I'm going to pull it out after this so you guys can see it. Is it real treasures? Yeah, it's real. Mm -hmm. Do you know if they were ever found? Yeah, all of them were found. But I was like, okay, what kind of fucking children's book is this? Because I tried really hard and I was like, you have to have like fucking archaeologists, like scientists yeah. ass parents to help you with this. And I was like, this is not <laughs> fair. Archaeologist ass type parents. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, there's no way like a child was going to find that shit. So wow. I'm still mad. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> not over it. Still not over it. I wonder if there's any more books like that. I think the author wrote another one, but mm-hmm. I think they were all found also. Dang. I love that stuff. And I love like those um, alternate reality games that people do and they like hide clues around places and you have to like solve puzzles and go to places. And that sounds mm-hmm. fun. Spooky. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. I want to <laughs> be a pirate. Yeah, let's be a pirate. Let's be pirates. Are I'll go geocaching. Who wants to I go? Went ge- I did geocaching once. Mm-hmm. And it was with Taylor, like, uh, like three, two or three years ago. Where? In Apple Valley when she was, um, she was visiting and she was like, have you ever heard of geocaching? And I was like, <laughs> no. She was like, let's go find something around here. And I was like, okay, sure. And it was like in the middle of the night and we were like in the middle of like a desert field, like looking for like this little plastic box. Ooh, that's spooky. And Did we you have found to dig? it. No, we didn't have to dig. It was like mm. in a, like a Joshua tree. Oh, that's pretty cool. Let's do it. I'm and super down. We found it was spooky, but it was fun. And we found it and there was like little notes in there and you just like left your own note that's how yeah we just left like we left our own note and then let's go leave a brave girl sticker yeah yeah that'd be so cool i'm into this i'm down i (laughs) love it just become geocachers we're i also want to try hiking (laughs) what if there's geocaching (laughs) you guys what if there's geocaching in the george air force base (gasps) I mean, we can look. I bet there is. If not, we can make one. Because you can make your own. Yeah. Oh, you can? Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah. this is cool. And like give your own clues and stuff. I'm I'm down. I'm interested. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> scary. We should leave a we should leave a treasure. Like a legit treasure? I don't know. Maybe something cool. I have like this really scary little naked goblin doll. 
that I that is a treasure that I hide in Michael's stuff, and then he finds it, and he's <laughs> like, ah, because it always it's like scary looking, and then he hides it in my stuff, and I finally got it back. He hid it. Um, he put it in like a jar of peanuts or something like that. <laughs> jar of peanuts. That reminds me of like something that I've always wanted to do, like with my kids. Eventually, is <laughs> like the sad Keanu figurine, and just like make it a thing for when, like, they don't know any different, and that's like you know, like they think that other families do it too, but like just hide a, like a tiny sad Keanu Reeves figure around the house, <laughs> and, and then whoever finds it has to say sad Keanu, but not say where it's at until all the other kids have found it, and then oh. it's time to hide it in a new place. That's sad a good Keanu. idea. <laughs> and then they go to like some other kid's house. They're like, where's your sad Keanu? Yeah, like, have <laughs> you like, found it yet? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I want to ruin my kid's life. Keegan? <laughs> I don't Heck know. No, I would never name my child Keegan. I like the name Keegan. No. Keegan, I like Keegan. I, I think it's because I knew a shitty Keegan and he ruined it. Oh, sorry. I might have known the same Keegan, but oh, I don't yeah. want to say his name afterwards. <laughs> you just did say his name a million times. No, like his last name. Yeah. There are a bunch of shitty Keegans, I'm sure. There's Keegan Michael Key. He's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I don't know any other famous Keegans, though. Mm. It's not a famous one, unfortunately. <laughs> mm. Anyways, <laughs> should I go next? Sure. Who wants to go? You? You? Yeah, I can go if Kelly, if you're cool with going last. Oh, sure. I just, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I thought you said that you wanted to go. Yeah, I, that's what I said. I oh, like, okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Only if you're cool with going last. Yeah. It's up to you. Okay. My story is a little boring, but. Oh, shit. Well, then this is going to be a boring one because <laughs> mine is also <laughs> well, kind I, of. The lottery ones were good. Yeah, the lottery ones were cool. Thanks. Um, hang on. <laughs> okay, so I'm doing cursed movies, which you would think would be like probably one of the most interesting ones, which like I guess they are, but I, I love think I've about heard movie about curses. Me too. Yeah. I just feel like I've heard about all of them so much that I'm just yeah. like eh, you know. But if you haven't heard of any of these, welcome to the podcast. Here we are, live and well. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to start out with, um, oh, by the way, um, I'm getting all this information from my favorite website that I love to rip off ranker.com. <laughs> Ranker. That is a great website. It is. I, well, I read a few different ones. I read this one. I read like a cracked article. I read like a bunch of different ones, but it's the cracked one was man. trying to be too funny and I was like, okay, I'm over it. Um, yeah, so don't give me that I'm shit. this one. Also, Just this one facts, has more ma'am. horror movies, and I like like the horror movie ones because, you know, it's yeah. spookier. They're that like way. almost always horror movies, though. Yeah, some of them aren't. Some of them are like some movies like I've never even heard of, like huh, weird ones. Anyways, Baby's Day Out. <laughs> so if some of these are a little too obvious, I'm sorry, but you know what? It we're all in it together. I we're love hearing this. about it, even yeah, though I've too. heard about it before. I'm ready. Okay. Hey, so I'm starting out with the most obvious one just to get it out of the way, but it is fun and spooky. Um, I'm going to start out with the poltergeist. Yes. Um, cursed movie. Um, if you don't know what poltergeist is, um, you should watch it. <laughs> Who doesn't know poltergeist? Yeah. If you don't know poltergeist, I'm sorry, but you're a nerd. I was you're thinking a big nerd. I was thinking about being that tiny, short, psychic lady for Halloween. Yes. Carol Ann. 
<laughs> yes, Kelly, please. But I also please. have another idea. If what? you do be that, I want to be the TV. <laughs> oh, whoa, that would be great. Can I be the little girl? Yeah, you'd be Carol Ann. That would be so spooky. <laughs> that would All be right. so fun. What was your other idea, though? I wanted to be, uh, <laughs> you know, the old uh, scientist from Jurassic Park with the white beard. Yes. <laughs> I want to be him, but sexy. <laughs> like wear yes. some stockings, <laughs> you know? That's so funny. I always show have good Halloween boob. ideas and I never go through with them. <laughs> well, now we have like what? Seven months to plan? Eight months? Yeah. Something like that. We got to plan it. We need to have a Brave Girl Halloween party. That would be so cool. At the freaking warehouse. Oh, that would be so let's cool. Let's have a seance at the warehouse. Okay. We could do that. Yeah. I bet at least four people have died there. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's a little spooky there. So I will agree with that. Is it spooky there? It's kind of spooky there. I don't tell, know what the fuck people story. were doing in there before like we rented it, but some weird shit was going on in there. Why? How do you know? Like there's just like weird stains and like how there was a shower in there. <laughs> and yeah. there's like wax and stuff all over the place. Like I don't know what they were doing in there. What if they were just making candles? Or soaps for the shower. <laughs> there you go. S- soap makers. I don't know, but <laughs> spook. it's spooky. Okay, so I'm going to start. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Sidebar. Right. Hello. Um, so anyway, so I'm starting with Poltergeist. Um, so four actors who appeared in Poltergeist films died within six years of the first movie's release, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Um they include, sorry if I uh, freaking get all these names wrong. Y- y'all know me by now. I can't read. Um, <laughs> Dominique Dune. Dominique Dunn. Dunn. Dominique yeah. Dunn. Tip, tip, there you go. It's spelled D-U-N-N-E, okay? Yeah, that's wrong. Spell it the American way, okay? Exactly. Mr. Dutch, I don't know. Or in America. D-U-N, Dunn. Thank you. (laughs) Done with these names. Dominique Dunn, done with you, Dominique Dunn, who played um, Dana in the first movie, was murdered by her former boyfriend at age 22. Yeah, so that was the teenage daughter in the movie, right? Yeah, uh uh-huh. Julian Beck, who played Henry Kane in Poltergeist 2, the other side, died in 1985 of stomach cancer at age 60, which is like kind of like a, okay, like he just had, he was older and had cancer, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, He had big, he had been diagnosed before he had accepted the role. So, Mm. you know, that one's not as spooky, but whatever. Um, Will Sampson, who played Taylor, the medicine man in Poltergeist 2 died as a result of post-operative op, post-oper... Oh, my God. Post-operative? Post-operative. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kidney failure in 1987 at age 53. Heather O'Rourke, mm. who... Starred as Carol Ann, everyone knows, um, 
in three poltergeist films, died in 1988 at age 12 after being misdiagnosed with Crohn's disease. Oh. During the course of being treated for a disease she didn't have, O'Rourke became ill and suffered cardiac arrest. Her family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Kaiser Permanente Hospital, which treated her for Crohn's rather than the actual condition, a bowel... Obstruction? Obstruction, yeah. A bowel obstruction. Uh, That fucking sucks. That's Uh, really sad. That in part led to her death. The case was settled out of court. (sighs) Only 12 years old. That's too young. How do 12-year-olds get diseases like that? Well, a bowel obstruction, she probably just got too much poop in her. Yeah. I've seen mystery diagnoses where Mm -hmm. that happens. That's fucking sad pretty sad um so uh that's uh the deaths that happened from poltergeist mm-hmm. um and <laughs> do you know more on that kelly uh yeah a little bit go, go ahead <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. Uh, in the first movie, you know, like all the parts with skeletons and stuff. Yeah, because those were real, right? Yeah, most of those were real skeletons. And so people think what? that that is why it was cursed. Yeah, like that scene in the first movie where it's like pouring down rain and the mom slips into the like where they're digging the pool and then all the those bodies like start popping up. Those are real skeletons, bodies. like real like decaying corpses. Ew, what the hell? And she's like swimming around in like this muddy water with these real ass skeletons. Could you imagine? That's so scary. So gross. I would yeah. barf. Yeah. And you can tell so, that they're real. I'm gonna rewatch that. I'm, I uh, yeah, I'm gonna go while. back and watch it and so I can be like, um ew. Where did they get those? Where do they get those? Where do they get them? I don't know. I think there used to be more lax laws on that. I don't think you yeah, can do that there's anymore. A but real, there's a real skeleton in Pirates of the Caribbean. Really? At Disneyland, yeah. Isn't, is that a, just a legend or is that true? Like confirmed? No, that's true. It's Illuminati confirmed? It's Illuminati fucking confirmed. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which one is it? Do, do you know? Yeah, it's... You know when you're... Um, like in the um like the first part of the ride where like all obviously like all the little skeletons are like drinking at the bar and uh-huh. sitting on the big thing of treasure and the one that's in the bed and there's a ske- a skull and crossbones on like the headboard yeah oh. that's a real like skull like oh, a yeah. real human Shit. skull that's what i've heard and i didn't know you if can, that was real or not though well and you can totally tell because it's like you can tell that it's real <laughs> like, like the other ones are tell. like cartoony like yeah, clean because, white like, ones com- exactly like compared to the other ones you can tell that it's real that's pretty i'm gonna spooky. have to look next time because yeah i didn't know that was real that's yeah, confirmed but don't at me if it's not i'm <laughs> almost pretty sure <laughs> But like, don't come for me if it's not. <laughs> okay. She's you on guys know you Twitter can't rely at on us for facts. Sub. <laughs> No, <laughs> don't at her. At the hell out of her. <laughs> okay, so the next one is classic. Another uh, kind of obvious one is Rosemary's Baby. Ooh. Ooh. Um, which 
I think it's raining. I think right it's now? raining outside right now. Huh. Oh my gosh, what a treat. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not raining here. It's just cold as hell. It might rain, though. Are you guys though. watching my snap? It's going to rain at, like, oh, it's midnight. It is, it's going to rain here. It's raining at your house, but it's going to come to us around midnight. Did it say... That's, did it, does it say that it's raining here? Are you guys looking at my weather? <laughs> I'm looking at our weather. I can't tell if it's rain or the sprinklers. <laughs> uh, it's probably oh my a gosh. Bit of both, maybe. If it thunders tonight, I'm going to be so fucking scared because Kyle's at work overnight and I'm going to be at home alone and I'm going to get freaking taken in the rain. I Where is he working it. overnight at? Michael's. What's he doing? He like stocks. Oh. And he like, like babysits. Re- well, they're like redoing the whole store oh. or something crazy like that. So like he's going to start working like some crazy hours. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> Rosemary's um, baby. Yes. Rosemary's baby. Uh, director Roman Polanski. Piece of shit. Uh, deeply unsettling true. film. What? I said true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, deeply unsettling film about a pregnant woman who may be in the thrall of a satanic cult. Carries, <laughs> you don't say. Carries. I love with your it. '30s um, reporter voice. <laughs> yeah, can you yeah. do the whole episode like that? Director Roman Polanski. <laughs> <laughs> Deeply unsettling film about a pregnant woman who may be in the thrall of a satanic cult. Carries with it a number of unsettling stories. <laughs> Sorry. Beautiful. I feel like super extra with this microphone too because it's kind of like in the shape of an old-fashioned microphone. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> this is WXY. Coming at you with the news. <laughs> anyway. I thought you were going to say something else. What? No, I just thought you weren't oh, going to stop talking right there. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um, okay. Uh, carries with it a number of unsettling stories from behind the scenes. Most famously, duh. One year after the movie's release, Polanski's wife, actress Sharon Tate, was murdered by the Manson family. She was eight months pregnant with the couple's first child at the time. Ugh, so sad. The film's producer, William Castle, suffered painful gallstones immediately following the film's production, eventually requiring a series of treatments and surgery. Composer, um, help me out, help me out with this one. Chris, Christoph? Christoph? Christoph, Christoph Komita, uh, died suddenly from an accidental fall. Castle later wrote in his memoir in his memoir that it felt like Rosemary's baby was coming true in real life and that the cast and crew were all being stalked by witches. Yikes. <laughs> Do witches give you gallstones? That sounds I right. Guess. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, I guess. It sounds right. That's what Eye of yeah. Newt does. It was ranked number 62 on most nausea-inducing great films. <laughs> That's my kind of list. Wait, how many were there? A hundred? I don't know. It just it just says, like... Oh, yeah, I thought you said there 100. was a list. Well, numbers. yeah, it's like... There, it's number 62. Well, because on, ra- on ranked, like, 
on lists. Like it tells you like the number that that movie ranked on other lists. So that's like a separate list. Most nausea oh. inducing great films is like a different list. Um, um, I bet you that uh, Willy Wonka movie's on there. Oh, you know that like boat scene, the tunnel scene. I love scene. that. <laughs> I love that's my favorite part. Yeah, it's a good part. Um. Okay, so the next one is a fun one. I actually, I mean, I knew things spooky about this movie, but and I feel like we've talked about it on the podcast before, but I um, I didn't know a lot about this, so this is fun, and it's the Wizard of Oz. Mm. Y'all know. Some crazy shit was happening on The Wizard of Oz already. Like, it's already, like, an unsettling, spooky movie. It has a talking lion. Yeah, like, that That shit ain't right. Mm-mm. God wasn't <laughs> on board with that. Um, what, the first reason that this movie is cursed, I didn't like, and I'm not going to read it, um, because I'm like, I really love Judy Garland, <laughs> And I know that she had like a really sad life and I don't like blaming a movie's curse on her like addictions and stuff like that, which is kind mm-hmm. of what they did on this list. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and skip that one because yeah, I don't that's think that's fair. I don't think that's fair because um, like that's what the, the studios were doing that to her. Like that's not her fault. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so. we could blame the gallstones on the curse. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. exactly. That's fine. <laughs> but like, you know. Anyways, um, uh, four months after the movie was released, Frank Morgan, who played the wizard, was involved in a serious car accident. Though he was left largely uninjured, his wife Alma suffered a crippling knee injury that would plague her for the rest of her life and his chauffeur was killed. Oh Morgan gosh, died shit. Morgan died in 1949, never seeing the film become a staple of television and an all-time childhood favorite. Bummer. Uncle Damn. Henry and Aunt, and Auntie M met with bad luck following Oz. Charlie Gapewin, who played Henry, died in 1956 just before the film debuted on television, where it became a staple. Clara Blandwick, who played Auntie M, committed suicide by overdosing on sleeping pills and putting a plastic bag over her head when she was 81 years old. Holy oh shit, God. I had no idea. Yeah, I had never heard that before. Oh yeah, I never knew that. <clears throat> like, wow. that's crazy. Sorry that's if you can sad. hear a plane going over me right now. It's really loud. Um, I can't believe I didn't know that. That's yeah. so weird. That one's probably also not fair. I don't like blaming stuff like that on like a dumb curse. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, anyways, uh, the production of Wizard was similarly troubled. A number of notable accidents took place on set. Several actors playing flying monkeys accidentally broke the wires holding them up and crashed down to the set. Oh they God. had a net to prevent... Um, injuries, so that's good. The actress playing the Wicked Witch of the West, Margaret Hamilton, was badly burned while filming a scene in which she explodes into flames. Shit, <laughs> no oh shit. God. When she took um, time off to recover, a stand-in tried to replicate the stunt in her um, 
it to stand in for her only to be burned in the same fashion. That Which like people like back <laughs> then people back then didn't know how to fucking use fire shit. Uh-uh. No. That's bad part. That's bad stunt coordination. Okay, real quick on Okay, how I was telling you before how Ranker shows like other lists. Mm-hmm. This ranks on number five on musical movies with the best songs. I'm sorry, but no. Whoa. That's way too high up for that. <laughs> I wonder Anyways. what number one is, if that's number five. I don't know. C- can I click on it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see this one. The Sound of Music. Uh, I love The Sound of Music, so I'm not mad at that. Is it all classics? Mostly? Um, Yeah, mostly. Oh. And a lot of Disney, which doesn't make any sense. Anyways. Of course. <laughs> Stupid idiots. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. What was the next one? Okay, so this one is also really sad and scary so this is um the incomparable atuk have you heard of this kelly no i have not okay i I thought that you might have so is it an indian movie no so here here we go okay atuk is so cursed it never made it to screen the screenplay based on a novel, The Incomparable Atuk, about an Eskimo who moves to New York City, has been kicking around Hollywood since 1971. Well, that the just producer, sounds like a dumb movie. It was like supposed to be like a dumb comedy. Um, <laughs> when producer Norman Jewison um, no. bought the book rights. <laughs> this is fake. No, it's not. It's not fake. I read it on like multiple lists. <laughs> most major act, uh, most major actors attached to the project have died. John Belushi died a few months after agreeing to star in the film. Was British he a Tuke? Com- yeah, like yeah, like he. Oh agreed. my god! Yeah, this one is legit cursed. Like someone yeah. put a curse on this movie. Yes, like he agreed to be in the movie, and then a few months later, he died before he could ever even be in it. British comedian Sam. Ke- Kinnison mm-hmm. um, signed to play the lead in 1988 and even filmed a few scenes, but the production fell apart due to di- disagreements between the actor and pretty much everyone else. He died not long thereafter in a car accident. Shit. I feel in like ni- this was not a movie worth fighting for. Yeah. like I know it's weird. In 1994, John Candy was attached but died of a heart attack. A few months after, Michael O'Donohue, a friend of Candy's who, according to rumor, went over the script with the actor, died unexpectedly of a a cerebral hemorrhage. Dang, his brain exploded. Yes. Basically. And then, of course, Chris Farley was attached when he died of a heart attack. And according to unverified rumors, Phil Hartman was also interested in or attached to the script when murdered by his wife. 
So this, they were trying to make this movie for like over 10 years. Yeah. Like decades, like, like decades, like, like from 1971 through like the nineties trying to get it. That is ridiculous. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to buy the rights to this film (laughs) and y'all tell me who you don't like. And I'm gonna cast him as the lead, oh, Keegan. Fuck, Keegan. <laughs> Whoever Keegan is, I think that this, uh, they're, I think they're misusing this gift that this yeah. curse of this movie has uh, given. Yeah, they should do Kevin Spacey. And oh fuck! I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Who else is like terrible? Everyone. Ed Westwick. Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. In a movie. <laughs> He's in the fucking Little Rascals. He is? I've yes. never seen that movie. I've, I watched it like two days ago. New York. God. Everyone knows I was about like, that one. fuck. He shows up everywhere. I hate him. Um, real quick, Krista, I don't know if you guys saw my snap, but the Mickey behind you is really scaring me. And I want it to, like, <laughs> can you, like, turn it away? Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, you don't have to do it right now, but like after we're done with this, before we do the campfire tale, can you? Sure. Yeah. Okay, oh, which, by the way, I deleted Snapchat. So if you guys are trying oh. to Snapchat me, I deleted Why? it like a month ago. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm too old like, to figure out the new layout. Oh, lame. I've been trying to like snap you. I was <laughs> oh. thinking of just deleting it too and just using Instagram stories. I like the Instagram stories better now. Yeah. But like I felt like I could be weirder on Snapchat. That's, That's the only true. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll I download feel like, it and then just watch everything you sent me and then delete it again. <laughs> like I feel like when I'm on Instagram, I have to be like different. I don't know, which is stupid. I really don't have to be, but because your mom has okay. Instagram. I got one more for y'all. Okay, I'm ready. So this one we have definitely covered on the podcast before, but I didn't get into it in this way and this is the exorcist which if you're new and you're listening to this um i did uh one of our full-length episodes on the movie the exorcist and the real story behind it and its cultural impact which was one of my favorite um episodes that i ever did it was was a good one. one um that's when I did my <laughs> Kyle loves that episode when I said <laughs> when I do like the like the pastor voice or like the, the God <laughs> voice when I'm like and he's going pulsating out of that boy or something like that. that I say. <laughs> anyway, like Southern preacher. Yeah. Voice. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. Um, OK. During production. The Exorcist was, um, sorry, during production, The Exorcist was beset by a slew of problems. The set for the home in which most of the movie takes place burned down. Actress Linda Blair injured her back when some uh, ringing, when some rigging failed, and Ellen Burstyn was hurt so badly during a take the issue plagued her for decades after filming had wrapped. The scream when possessed Reagan, sorry, the scream when possessed Reagan throws her mother to the ground is real, oh. which I didn't know. 
like because she was actually getting hurt. Like I'll that need to watch scream that again. is like real. Um, meanwhile, the son of Jason Miller, who played Father Carras, um, was seriously injured when hit by a motorcycle during production. So that happened. I feel like it's more of a curse when it's like during production, when it's like this person died a million years after. It's like, okay, like people just die. Like, you know? Yeah. It just seems but, more spooky that it happened. Like during set. production and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. happened like during, like on set and stuff, which I think is like more scary, but that's just me. I don't know. Yeah. That um, is scary. Actor Jack McGowan um, and actress, uh, the Vasiliki Malarios. Okay, there we go. Okay. <laughs> um, both you did your best. Di- both died shortly after filming Wrapped. Um, McGow- McGowan of the flu, Malauros <laughs> of natural causes. Sorry. No. Um, <laughs> Linda Blair's grandfather and actor... Max Von, sorry, all these fucking names. Uh, brother died during production, and the son of Mercedes McCabridge, who voiced the demon, murdered his wife and two daughters before taking his own life after being accused of fraud in November of 1987. Holy all shit. All told, what? nine people associated with the movie died violently, mysteriously, or during or immediately after filming. Dang. I had no idea about that murder either. I don't know anything. Wow. That is scary. Family annihilators are so scary. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've talked about this movie before. Like, this movie is, it feels, like, wrong when you're watching it. Yeah. Like, when you're watching this movie, like, you, at least I know I feel like, I, this is something that should not be seen. Like, I shouldn't yeah. be seeing this, you know? Um, anyways, various problems plagued the exorcist upon its release. A woman at one of the, uh, at one of the screenings broke her jaw and sued Warner Brothers. What? The case was settled out of court. How, How did you, that happen at the movies? Did she scream too know. hard and her mouth fell off? Maybe. The movie was banned for some time in the UK and American evangelists believed running the film through a projector would bring about demonic possession. Shit. That's pretty scary. That's scary. Yeah. I I don't remember the last time I saw that movie that it's like make me wonder if I've ever even seen it. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. We it's, should watch it. We should. Over we should Skype. have a movie night and watch it. Because it's a really spooky one. It's very long, though. Yeah. But That's fine. I could do that. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, so by anyways. The way, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Uh, Luciano and I did this thing where we brought the TV out from the bedroom and put it in the living room. And it worked pretty good. We could have some movie nights at my place. So. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was That's cool. That's what I like. And we watched uh, Training Day. <laughs> What's that one? It's Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. And it's like, oh, welcome to the big scary police group. Okay. And it's like, get ready for Training Day. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's really good. But we watched that because we watched Bright on Netflix. 
that Netflix movie with uh, Will Smith. Will Smith and I don't know the other guy's name, but it was so terrible. Oh no, that's sad. But it was like written by the same guy and it had like a lot of things in common weirdly. Like like he just didn't feel like writing a new movie. So he just put huh. stuff from Training Day in it. You know what? That what seems the to heck? be the formula yeah. nowadays. So I mean like <laughs> do make that money boy. Do you know anything about Bright? I saw the end of it. Oh my god, it's so weird. We should watch that too. We should watch all movies. I know. <laughs> Let's watch them over Skype. We yeah, could. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, Kelly. I'm done. That was me. That I'm was done. good. I Thank there you. were a bunch that I didn't know. Yep. Learned cool. a lot. Did you read about a movie where someone died by getting their head chopped off by a propeller? Um, or am I making that up? I feel that like I'm familiar. Actually. Are you thinking of Titanic? <laughs> no, that was a joke. Are you thinking no. of ghost ship? <laughs> no, um, never mind. Yeah, I don't know. I have no that idea. That sounds familiar though, but I don't know if that's just because you brought it up before. I don't know. I don't think I've brought it up before, but I might be making it up. Who knows? I don't know. Okay. Mine is... Uh, that was a drum roll. Mine is Cursed Objects. Ooh. Woo. So you probably know a lot of these as well. But here's a refresher course on Cursed Objects. I thought it was the Twilight Zone movie. It's the Twilight Zone. But is is did someone walk into a propeller or is that from the uh, the helicopter crushing that kid? Uh, yeah, there was two child actors that were killed along with uh, Vic Morrow. Okay. In um in a helicopter accident. Okay, that might not be what I was thinking of, but if you know what I'm thinking of, hit me up. I'm hmm. at Naomi Fullbloom. He was decapitated. Oh, tight. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, you were right. I was right. That's tight, but <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. What movie was that for? Twilight Zone movie. It was Twilight Zone. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Imagine that's on film. Yeah, somewhere. That's scary. I don't like it. He got his head chopped off. Shit. Good way to go if you had to pick. Okay. Uh, so the first one I did is the Hope Diamond, which I actually didn't know anything about. I had just heard of it a little here and there. But in 1939, a blue diamond weighing over 45 carats appeared in the collection catalog of London banker and diamond collector Henry Philip Hope. It would become known as the Hope Diamond and is famously alleged to have been surrounded by bad luck. Many owners of the cursed gem met with a grisly death, family tragedy, or hapless fate. King Louis the 16th, sorry, Roman numerals, and uh, Marie Antoinette, who owned the diamond, were both beheaded. Other owners and their families... Wait, they owned that diamond? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. That's like it, crazy. Like it changed owners a lot, but... Huh. Other owners and their families experienced suicides, marriage breakups, bankruptcy, deaths in car crashes, falls off cliffs, mental breakdowns, and deaths through drug overdoses. Most grisly of all was perhaps the death of the man who discovered, or some say stole the diamond, in 1642. According to legend, the diamond was placed on the forehead of a statue of Hindu goddess Sita, Many centuries ago, a man named Jean-Baptiste Tavernier visited India and managed to steal the diamond. 
He sold the diamond to King Louis XIV and soon after left to live in Russia where his gruesome death would befall him. He is said to have been torn apart and eaten by wild dogs. Mm. Today, sucks. today, spectators gaze in awe at the Hope Diamond through a thick glass in its case at the National Gem Collection of the Smithsonian. That looked, that sounds fun. I want to go there. <laughs> Let's go steal it and hang Die. out with some dogs. Yeah. <laughs> the Crying Boy painting. Have you guys heard of this one? Yes. Yes. This one scares me. Me too. This one's pretty spooky. Yeah. So from around 1985 onwards, a series of mysterious house fires were brought to the attention of the general public following the discovery that in each case, the buildings and all their contents were completely destroyed apart from a painting, The Crying Boy, which remained unscathed. In the years that followed, some 40 to 50 cases were recorded in which a house fire had destroyed everything except for the painting. It became known as the Curse of the Crying Boy and even made headline news at one point. The picture itself was a portrait painted by a Spanish artist of an orphan he had taken in. It is said that the boy was orphaned in a house fire and subsequent to the completion of the painting, the painter's studio burned to the ground. The painter blamed the young orphan, believing that he was cursed by fire and banished the boy from his home, kicking him out into the streets. The picture is one of the first to be mass-produced in the UK, and there are several thousand of them in circulation, but the curse still appears to apply to all the copies. It is said that the curse will only affect someone if the owner of the painting becomes aware of it. Some psychics have claimed that the painting is haunted by the spirit the boy it depicts. Ew. I gotta look up the painting because... There's actually a few paintings that I saw. Which one is it? Oh, he's cute. That's the one that I saw the most frequently. But there's like... He's cute. Yeah. I'm gonna buy you one and hang it on your wall. Oh, shit. No. How about this one? Oh. Oh. How about James Dean's car? Oh, that's a good one. Y'all know about this one? A little bit. I know a little bit. Yes. Actor James Dean loved his 1955 Porsche Spider. He had it extensively customized and affectionately called it his little bastard. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently the car was so transparently evil that Sir Alec Guinness uh, from the movie Star Wars. Okay. I just snuck that in there. When from meeting the Dean for <laughs> lunch, claimed, if you get in that car, you'll be found dead in it by this time next week. And Dean was. But the curse didn't stop there. When mechanics tried to repair the wrecked car, it fell on one of them, crushing both his legs. The car's new owner sold the engine and drivetrain to two racers. One lost control, hit a tree, and died instantly. The other was injured when his car locked up and rolled over. Two thieves who tried to take pieces of the car were both injured. The car was then donated to a safety exhibit for the California Highway Patrol. The first exhibit caught fire, and the car fell on a student at the second, breaking his hip. (gasps) Oh, shit. It even managed to crush and kill a truck driver who was transporting it. The car has since disappeared, which is probably for the best. It disappeared? Someone probably destroyed it. It was probably Alec Guinness. Yeah. I like to believe that. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> he Jedi'd it away. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, have you heard of the woman from Lem statue? No. No, I have not. I have not. This one, these are all a little urban legendy. Some of them have some historical value. But they're all real objects. Perhaps this one not. That's why I brought it up. Oh, okay. All of them are, except this one's a little dubious. But it's all over the internet. It's just, I didn't find any like scholarly articles about it. Originally made around 3500 BCE in Cyprus and then found in 1878 in Eastern Europe, this statue has killed so many people, it's often referred to, at, referred to as the goddess of death. Supposedly, the first owner was Lord Elfont, whose seven-member family all died within six years of Elfont receiving the statue. The woman from Lem was then acquired by Ivor Manucci, who died along with his entire family within the next four years. Then it went to a Lord Thompson Noel. He and his family died. No details on that one. <laughs> They're just dead. <laughs> they died. Uh, the statue disappeared for a bit, but its next confirmed owner was Sir Alan Biverbrook, whose wife and two daughters shortly croaked. With two sons left, Biverbrook wisely donated the damn thing to the Royal Scottish Museum. Bye-bye. And here's a fun one, the dead man's chair. Y'all know this one. I do. Uh, it's a pretty famous one. Okay. It doesn't sound familiar, but I'm ready. The Busby Stoop chair is an allegedly haunted chair that was cursed by murderer Thomas Busby before his execution in North Yorkshire, UK in 1702. Busby strangled his father-in-law after coming home fr drunk from the local pub to find his wife's father sitting in his favorite chair. Busby was a known drunk, and his father-in-law didn't approve of him being married to his daughter. He sat waiting in Busby's home to confront him about the marriage, but that's not what set Busby off. It was the fact that the old man was sitting in his favorite chair. Before his execution, Busby was granted a final request. He chose to have a last drink in his chair, and while sitting in it, he allegedly cursed it, saying, death shall come swiftly to anyone that dares to sit in my chair. Since LOL. Then, <laughs> <laughs> like, then, settle down there, edgelord. Yeah. What a fucking dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> Since then, the chair has claimed many lives of those who have dared to sit in it. The chair is now put on display at the Thirsk Museum, but to prevent occupancy, it is hung from the ceiling. That's spooky. That's, like, scarier than if they had just, like, blocked it off. You yeah, know? it's pretty scary, especially since he, like, strangled his father-in-law, and I think they found him, like, hung from a belt or something like that. Oh, my God. That seems Ew. to be in poor taste. It didn't... All the articles I read, when they talked about the people who had died, a lot of them are, like, um, military members who are on leave, who, like, they, like, go to the pub and, like, dare each other to sit in the chair, and then they don't come back from war. So oh, I don't know how many okay. people died associated with the chair, but it was a lot, probably, because of oh, wars. Wow. And then we got Robert the Doll. Everybody's Ooh, fave. We all know that it's one. my boy. <laughs> in 1896, the Rich Otto family in Florida was celebrating the birthday of their son, Robert, who was turning four. One of the servants got him a gift, a large doll in a sailor suit who was cursed. Not a great gift. Uh, <laughs> like she knew it was cursed when she bought it. I was like, it was probably on sale. She was probably just being cheap. 
I think um, from what I've read and what I've heard on like other podcasts, some people say that she made it and that she made it to be cursed because they were like really bad employers. And, mm, okay. And they were like rich white people and she was like from Haiti. Honestly, which, same. I would have done the same. Yeah. Curse that doll. Curse that baby. Okay. He, (laughs) Robert named his doll Robert too, and no one thought anything of it until weird stuff started happening. People reported seeing Robert talking to the doll in dark rooms, giggling hysterically, and often it'd be accompanied by a deep baritone voice. Uh, uh -uh. Did Mickey just move? (gasps) Don't. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We're the ones in the room with it. I don't care. It's so big on my screen. It's scary. It's scary. waving at you? I just feel Stop. like I'm in the movie Unfriended right now just because <laughs> we're on Skype. You should the open lighting. Facebook and start ASMR clicking around. Yeah. And then we should make a smoothie and then have the blender kill us. Spoiler. Sorry. Die. Uh, where was I? Um, talking in dark rooms and there was a, a voice. A yeah. Voice. <laughs> Anytime anything went missing or was broken, the doll was blamed. Eventually, Robert the doll was placed in the attic where he was seen moving from window to window. (laughs) When a new family bought the house in 1976, the first person to find the doll ended up fainting with fright, saying that the doll spoke to her and told her it was going to kill her. No! (laughs) It was then donated to a Florida museum behind a glass window. Signs ask that before photographing, one should ask Robert for permission. And there are also letters attached to the glass from people who didn't ask and are now requesting to be released from his curse. Shit. So that's all I wrote down, but I read about a lot of curses. So if you guys have any questions about stuff that's cursed. Um, You're an expert. Not an expert, but... (laughs) Oh, you I should just put that as your name on Twitter. Cursed, cursed Objects Expert. <laughs> that would be a cool job if it well, were a job. Well, that was fun. Uh, you ha- unfortunately, this is not Harry Potter world. So. Bummer. Bummer. That was fun, though. That was a good one. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I read about, like, the Annabelle doll, and some of the things I read about it sounded fake. Really? Like, yeah. what? Like, Okay. So, like, every other time that I've heard about it, it was just basically, like, someone had a doll, and it was, like, a Raggedy Ann doll, and it, like, would move or something, like, Mm -hmm. they were like, oh, no, it's cursed, and then Ed and Larry and Warren came and were like, oh, it's a demon, Uh but I read this one that was, like, it was a gift to a girl as she was leaving for college, Mm -hmm. and then her and her new college roommate would like see the doll move and shit would break and they'd find like notes around the house and stuff. And then they had like a psychic come and tell them that it was like haunted by a girl who died, like a little girl and that it was like a benevolent spirit. But then they had this male friend who was like, "Mm -mm, this spirit's evil. I don't know what's up with it, but it's evil. And then he was found dead and strangled, covered in scratches. Oh shit! Ew. That sounded fake, so I didn't put it on the I list. Hope but. nothing like that ever happens to me. Well, <laughs> don't buy any dolls. You don't want to get chuckied. No. You don't want to get Roberted. No. You don't want to get Annabelled. <laughs> no. 
No, I'd thank get you. Chuckied. I Ew. really like Brad Dorif. He does the voice of Chucky. He's one of my biggest celebrity crushes. He's super scary looking. I love him. Wait, how do you spell that? <laughs> I want to look it up. Brad, and then the last name is D O U R I F. He he was can in One Flew the, Over the Cuckoo's Nest when he was young. Show the webcam. Oh yeah, oh, he's <laughs> not that crazy looking. Well, he he plays some scary looking characters. Yeah, he looks scary there. That's him. Pretty as, normal. That's him from Lord of the Rings. That's him Show from me. Deadwood. And look, he was in Star Trek. Oh, and wait, that's him in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Aww. I think he's really I think cute I know there. who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. He's a good actor, but he's... I was expecting some somebody, like, really wild. This is a good picture. Yeah, he's very handsome. I was expecting... But you know who else wild, is a snack? <laughs> Paul, Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Oh Paul Giamatti's a fucking snack. Anyways, do you want to plug our <laughs> stuff, Kelly? Do Just I? Kidding. Uh... Nothing else to talk about? Unless you want to talk about Paul Giamatti some more. No. Have you seen no. that movie where no. he's blue? <laughs> Big Fat Liar? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't think I ever saw that. It has <gasps> what? Frankie Muniz and Amanda Bynes. I could probably quote that movie from beginning to end. Really? Owen and I used to love that movie. Yeah. We used to watch it all the time. I don't think I ever saw it. Was it a Nickelodeon movie? Yes. yes. Yeah, it was. And they go to Universal Studios and they live in like the prop warehouse and it's fucking cool as shit. And that part in like when the water comes down, you can like see that part when you take the Universal tour. Uh huh. When he gets washed away by that flood. <laughs> it was pretty tight. I saw it. So cool. Anyways. <laughs> All thanks right. Thanks for listening. Yeah, should I plug? Sure. Plug away. Hopefully this episode doesn't have a curse to, a curse attached to it. If it is cursed, it's probably just that something broke and it's like not going <laughs> to go on the thumb drive or it's going to delete <laughs> itself and then you'll never hear it. Oh, And then no. we'll die in car accidents. No. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Jeez. It's supposed to be like really scary to drive to work tomorrow, so I'm a little scared. Because it's going to be I... like wet and freezing. Yeah. So oh yeah, Krista, how do you drive down that spooky pass in the winter time every morning? Yeah, the I can pass. like do it with my eyes closed. Honestly, <laughs> I do it so much. It's don't not do even it with your eyes closed. Please. Please don't. How do you think I know that I could do it? I've tried it. <laughs> Stop. You're like sleeping. You get your eight hours on the way to school. Yep. <laughs> Going five miles per hour on the pass. Yep. It takes me five minutes to get to work, so I'm pretty lucky. You are lucky. very lucky. I wish I Anyways. could like, not work. <laughs> I could work from home. That'd be tight. That is cool. I liked working from home when it actually paid money. Mm. Well, anyways, Kelly, you plug your stuff. You can find us on Instagram. We are at Brave Girls Podcast. You can find us on Twitter. We are at Brave Girls Pod. The best way to get in touch with us is through our email. If you have any campfire tales. Please kind of, send them. What kind of stories do we want? Um, um, Bigfoot. Aliens. Loch Ness Monster. Urban Legends. Chupacabra. Did close you... Calls. Did you go geocaching and you found something spooky? Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's like a, a good one. toe in an Altoid box? <laughs> exactly. I don't know about it. <laughs> Was it minty? That's specific. Minty? 
All right. That's for our email, which is bravegirlspodcast at gmail.com. We have a Patreon. Uh, it's I think it is patreon.com slash bravegirlsclubpodcast. Yeah. Yes. That and that's right. also what we are on Facebook, the Brave Girls Club podcast. Am I forgetting anything? I think that's it. I don't it. think so. We uh, love hanging out with y'all on Twitter and Instagram. Those are yeah. probably our faves. Let us know if you would be interested in us doing some kind of live footage thing, <laughs> like stream? on Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, like on li- <laughs> like live streaming. I think that would be fun. Just to that like, fun. just for also, funsies. I think that would be helpful for people who still can't tell our voices apart. <laughs> yeah. So they could see each person because yeah. i personally i love like watching podcasts like yeah. on youtube and stuff i've never done so, that before but we could I do like a youtube video for like a special episode or something actually that yeah, might be probably. a good idea because i've had i have a friend sarita who has a hard time listening to things without like a visual aspect to it so mm-hmm. maybe that would help her be able to listen to the podcast yeah yeah so, yep. that would be cool Alrighty, guys. <laughs> well, well, I think that's it. Yep. Have a wonderful cursed day. Yeah, and good luck. And, and stay um, brave. Stay brave. Bye. Bye. Bye.